Welcome everyone. You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This is the hour of healing power. In this live call-in show, The Healing Hour, I'm going to take your calls and help you get started on your way to your maximum potential. So come on, settle in, listen up, and I'll take your questions head on. Together we'll find practical wisdom and understanding about what ails you. In The Healing Hour, we'll start your day off right insights and practical health knowledge and concepts for how you really live i'll take your issue and help guide you with the blend of scientific medicine and the esoteric including shamanic energy medicine so let's shake off some of that mystery and get started on how to really live together let's get unstuck so come on and join in join up and let me help and let go of what holds you back from being the maximum you the world needs Take down this call-in number, 1-800-930-2819, and let's get started on the healing hour right now. Hi, everybody. I'm Doc Martin. I'm here with Dr. Pat, Maximum Medicine, and because it's all, we just passed Valentine's Day, so today we're going to talk about love. That cornball emotion that's really not so cornball. But we need to talk about how you can really find it even when you don't want to, even when you think it's not possible. Right, Pat? Even in the darkest places. You know, I can't tell you how many years of my life I thought I was unlovable. How many years? Um, but not quite understanding it the way you're going to talk about it today, because we have gone through some dark places in the past two and a half, three years. Yeah. And if you hear people talk about how alone they have felt, how disconnected, you know, how not so good they were treated. I could see why you want to do this show today. Well, you know, for me, um, and for many people, so what I'm saying isn't about making me unique or special. I just want to share sort of an insider scoop on what it's like to be a doc in rural America on the front lines when you've got the political polarization and COVID. And every day is something disruptive. Every day is something that makes you afraid every day for me. I'm speaking for me. And I was working in an organization that was undergoing a lot of financial distress. And that made them act in because out of their fear. And I was stressed to the max. And I have to say, not always charitable, Um, very, very uh, intolerant of what I thought was stupid actions and um, wrong actions, and even to the place where, you know, I'm in a medical office, I want you to wear a mask. I don't want to be surrounded by 25 people a day coughing on me. So you have signs on two doors as people come in please wear a mask, this is a medical office, and people come in and they don't have a mask on. You have to say, put a mask on, I don't want it. Well, we want you to, I don't want it. And then you have, am I gonna argue? Or am I just gonna say, sorry, this is the rules, please put a mask on or we'll do your visit by phone or something. Finally, this summer, I think I hit a point where I realized that this aggravation, anger, distrust, intolerance was, eating me up, that I had stayed in my own dark places, that I had, I had realized that I was looking at everything with a jaundiced eye, like, this is no good, and this is bad, and this is, and I worked actively, spiritually worked to turn everything over in the, in the vein of love, and that's kind of where this show is about for me, because I changed my inner world, my inner life, which changed my outer life by 
turning it over to love, even if I didn't feel it. If I released to it, and for me, the symbol was Mother Mary, and not because of Christianity or because of her being the mother of Jesus, but because she represents to me the ultimate of love and compassion in the worst settings possible, watching your son be crucified. And the symbol also that I used was that of roses. And you see the roses in the background, a present from my good friend, Dr. Pat and Jessica and Linda. But I started actively working to turn things over and bring the light, the love into my dark places. And it shifted. So Pat, that's what I kind of want to talk about today is, <clears throat> you know, what does it do to you to stay in the darkness where everything's yeah. angry? And then how do we get out of it? Yeah. So tell me about you. Well, I have to tell you that I learned this in a 12-step program, and it took me a lot of years in my life to get there. And, you know, I'm not going to spend time talking about that program. Many people are familiar with them. There are many of them for different things, but they have a process, and their process is probably one of the most grueling processes. Because and of the inner work? Because of the inner work. And when they say this is a 12-step program, there are 12 steps. And you go through those steps. And, and you can't make it five or seven. No, 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 you can't. And you can't jump over. You can't say, I am not going to do the fear inventory today, Sharon. I'm not going to do my fear inventory. And you especially can't do the one that says it's time to make amends. But I love what you're talking about. I love what you're talking about. You know, this morning, I don't know why, but from time to time, I will try to have the sense to read Emmett Fox. Mm -hmm. And there are these little teeny books. And I picked this up this morning. And this is Emmett Fox talking about a treatment against fear. Fear will escalate hate. Mm -hmm. Love will annihilate it. Mm -hmm. And I wish we could stop right here and say, okay, everybody, let's do that. See how simple that is? I don't know about you, but I bet on your part, it took you a lot of reflection to go from that place that you were to where you are today. A lot of work. It's, it's really hard work. Yeah. And the hard part for me, and for each person it'll be different, but I'll have to, I'll share, I'll share one of my inner darknesses. I like to be in control. I like to be right. And I like to make the decisions. Now that's great when you're a physician and you're calling the shots and learning what to order for somebody. And, but if you're not in control and you're somebody's employee and you can't run your, it's not your private office anymore. I used to have a private office. That's really hard. That's one of my hard, I was on the hard step, which must've been, I don't know, you're not that important might be the name <laughs> of the step or you're not, no, you're not, you're not in charge anymore, or we really don't care what you say. So just go be. So yeah. that for me, and every day I find it hard to release my need, especially if, of course, here comes the ego talking. If you think, and sometimes I think this, that you might be the smartest person in the room and that the decision ought to be to you because you can see all the moving pieces. And therefore, when somebody does something that you think is particularly ignorant, so therefore I should still stay in charge. Well, turning it over for me, and for me, the love place was, I am still good enough. I am still valuable. I still matter, even when I'm not in charge. Mm -hmm. And so that was me finding my 
love, self-love in the dark place. Yeah. Just for the record, that's the first step. The first step, you fill in your own blank. (laughs) Just for the record. The first step Um, is you have to admit you're powerless over whatever the thing is. If it's alcohol, if it's drugs, if it's control, you know, it's we admitted we were powerless over control that our lives have become unmanageable. And so when you think about that, you know, you have hit a wall with whatever that condition is in that dark place. You know, it is a place of unmanageability at some aspect of your life. Now, for some people, Sharon, it's a lot of aspects of their lives, right? right? But when that thing that you mentioned, right, that when that starts to make other places in your life unmanageable, like you bring it home, right? Like you have nowhere to go with it. Like you go to the next level of worry. And, and it could be about anything. You know, there are people- and you take your irritability into every other situation. Thank you. And that- then it's crazy town. That's a really good sign of unmanageability. And then you're off to the races of of spiraling out of control when all you wanted was control. So, and that turning it over though, and I like that it's the first step because it's a big one. It was a big one for me. But I don't know who was it. Was it Alan Watts who said, who wrote a book about the wisdom of insecurity? Oh, my God. Well, you are trying so hard to be in control, and then you realize you have no control. Well, you know, there's really a lot of control in deciding to not give a you-know-what. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny we're talking to this. I'll tell you what my latest dark place is, because we're talking about dark places, And dark places don't ever, this is not just about you and your intimate partner. See, we're talking about finding love in all the dark places. And I love that we're talking about this because it it isn't what all you all may think. That's why we'd love to have you call in. We'd love to hear from you. What is your dark place? 1-800-930-2819. So I have this opportunity, Sharon. It's really a great opportunity. It's going to enable us to do a lot of things really quickly. And I had to go through and do some paperwork and do some stuff. And I'm working with a group of people that are experts. And one of the things is that we had to make some adjustments so that my credit reports reflected the reality. Here's what you learn when you're working with organizations that have such an impact on you, right? Anybody out there that knows anything about credit and credit reports, you know what I'm talking about. Or maybe you you don't know about it. You mean impact as in? They um, control the way the entire world sees you and can make decisions about your worthiness Mm -hmm. in the financial arena. But I went through everything. But I got stuck at step one. I'm in a dark, I've got to be in a dark place. I'm not there today, but here is my dark place. It was like emailing incessantly once an hour to Jeremy, poor guy. Jeremy, should I call Experian? Is there something I could do? Should I call? And then I, I remembered I am powerless over this dark place. I have no action possible that I could do that gets Experian to fix this thing. They have till March 9th. They may take till March 9th. So am I going to ruminate and stay in the dark space every day trying to get somebody to do something that I have absolutely no power for them to do? Is it any wonder why people go off the grid? (laughs) I mean, really? Because one of the answers, and on a small level, and off the grid is a big level, is if you can, get out of the game. If the game is rigged, maybe you don't want to be playing. Get yourself out of that game. Mm-hmm. I want to I take a short break here, but when I come back, I want to talk about the dark place where we don't find love for ourselves and how important that is just to start. That's That's the step one of finding love. And I'm glad you're going to talk about this when you come back. Yeah, because darkness can ruminate. 
it can accelerate and it can grow. It's like a mold, right? It can be All an addiction. <laughs> it's the mold that we keep throwing water on. Let's take that short break, Penny, Jacob. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about impacting social change or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out, is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineyemmons.com and make your appointment today. Do your ADHD tendencies get in the way of you doing what you intend to? Traditional strategies for getting things done may not work for you. You need solutions tailored for your unique brain. In Bonnie Minku's training membership program, Productivity Pathfinder, learn ADHD self-mastery step-by-step at your own pace in a supportive community with live online options each week. Learn more about Productivity Pathfinder at thrivewithadd.com. Hi, everyone. This is Courtney Cottrell, host of Unapologetically Favorite on Transformation Talk Radio, here to give you some tips on how you can move your life forward if you're feeling stuck by using the GROW model. First, use the letter G to write down the goal that you ultimately want to achieve, whether it's working out one hour a day or working towards a promotion at work. Second, using the letter R, think realistically about the roadblock that is currently holding you back from accomplishing your goals. Third, use the letter O, Think about the options or opportunities that will help you in achieving your goal. What can you change in your daily routine that will help you move closer to achieving your goal? Fourth, use the letter W to discover your will and make a true commitment to achieving your goal by writing down a completion date. Once you've reached your goal, celebrate your accomplishment. You are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Never give up and keep being unapologetically you. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune into, and that's when I realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. Anybody beside me just love Leonard Cohen, even when he goes dark, dark and the lack of self-love there, but he, he finds the light again. I like that. Pat, I think the hardest part, yes, the, this summer, my shift, and every day it's an active, it's an active decision to let it go. But you know, it kicks you up, and I'll talk about this energetically. It kicks you up a level. If you think about different um, levels of energetics with, um, and we'll assign kind of a good but better uh, scale to it. It kicks you up to a level of, when you let it go, you don't have all that constant worry, looking, thinking, should I be in charge here? Is this a decision I should be making? Or what about this? What if I make the wrong one? And, you know, when you just say, eh, I'm sure my blood pressure went down when I decided to do that. But what it also did is, so is it took me to a place of self-love because I am still important and valued and respected, even if I'm not calling the shots. 
And it took me to a place where finding that love brought such peace. So as Pat was saying on break, the rewards for having done that hard thing are exponential in terms of how you feel better than you did before. Don't you think, Pat? I think they are. You know, if we could hold on, uh, if we could hold on and just wait for the miracle. See, I think that's really what we have to learn, right? Um, but that's the part that we don't really help others with. You know, we don't help others to, to really learn. And this is the work you do, Sharon, right, with people. You know, there is a place that you may be out now that is dark. And there is a way to move from that darkness. You may have to go through and do some things. Like I had to do some things to get off ruminating over something I had no control over. Right? I mean, how many times are you going to email the guy and ask him the same question? Right? He was going to block your email. <laughs> no, he, he, he's very good. He replies back and he says, yeah, he's very kind. He replies back and he said, you know, thank you for offering, but no, there's nothing we could do. It's just a matter of waiting now. And he says, I check on it every day, but I had to go to my toolbox. See, I have a toolbox now. I didn't have a toolbox when I was younger and my mom did not have a toolbox. Mm -hmm. My mom had some part of it, but she didn't have a toolbox to help her with the dark. She didn't. She was basically alone. Uh, she was stymied and silenced on purpose, but see in today's world, this is what you're doing because you know it, you've learned it. And now you're going to help others because we have people that are really embedded in dark places right now. So just a quick aside, if anybody wants my help and I'm happy to be there and help you guys, um, drsharonmartin.com, drsharonmartin.com. And you can email me the contact and all of that is on the website. So that's the work I do. That's the work of my passion. That's the work of my art. I love my medical work. I love the science. I love helping people. Um, but this is, this is a notch up there for me. So how do we get somebody out of the darkness? Or how do we get somebody to bring love in when everything feels so unlovable, including yourself. Yeah, especially yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Even if we don't admit it right at the core of that, we're just not looking in the mirror, giving ourselves kisses. And you know, it's a hard step to go immediately to loving yourself. I think for me anyway, I had to practice expressing my love for other things. I had to practice dropping my vulnerability and complimenting somebody. This has been an ongoing, you know, inward journey of mine. I had to practice expressing joy. I had to practice being um, happy about something. And so I think my suggestion would be that's, that's where you should start. Um, and okay, so you look around and your job isn't paying you enough money to really excel in life. Um, you just broke up with your boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't feel that great. Your boss is kind of a jerk. Your car keeps breaking down and you're not sure you have enough money you don't find much to be joyful about. I mean, I'm going to just say I wouldn't. But what, and maybe we start at the energy of something as, I won't say small, because it's not small, but anyway, something as basic as gratitude. Oh, oh. Yeah. And then that's sort of like this, that's like the rung on the ladder towards love. Gratitude, appreciation. There's always, for me, I have to go to nature. 
I can't be without nature. There's always that, oh, look, the rabbit came out from the thicket and he's sitting in the sun. Or, oh, look, you know, it must be almost springtime, the cardinal's at the bird feeder. So for me, that's how I build my awareness of something beautiful, my awareness of something that's right with the world. What about you, Pat? What do you... You know, I think that I have to go back on what I know works for me. And, you know, I have, I have a lot of kits in my toolbox because I've had a lot of things I've had to change about mm-hmm. me in my life. And, you know, when I think about that, I didn't wake, I didn't wake up one day and just change, change, change. Here's what happened. I woke up one day and I looked in the mirror and I was unrecognizable to myself. And I know exactly what year that was. I know exactly where I was. That was my first step. Looked in the mirror, big house, sports car, truck, pedigree collie, 4.7 acres, on my way out to my big executive job, checking myself in the mirror before I go. And I remember that. I remember just saying to myself I don't recognize you mm-hmm. that was one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten because that was haunting to me it was you need to really look at this closer and I had to tease that apart for about four or five years to come and then after that but once I got it and what you're talking about is finding that ray of light in a very, very dark place. I mean, it is the dark side of the moon. But knowing that even on the dark side of the moon, ultimately, there will be some days where the light will come in. And then you got to do the work. I don't know about you, but I was never able to get out of it by myself. I knew something was wrong and I knew I had to change, but I wasn't the person you're looking at today. I didn't have the tools today. I didn't have interviews with people like you, Doc Martin. I didn't have any of that going on. But the first step for everybody listening is if you're in that dark place, recognizing you're in that dark place, that is the first step to freedom. The next step is then to recognize that you have to do something to help yourself. Now, there's some people, Sharon, that can do it. It's overwhelming, though. That's, you know, to somebody who's really down in there, you know, help yourself. It's sort of like you're just flabbergasted. How? What do I, I don't have any tools. And that's where if you can, for me, Uh, this goes along with my control freak personality to be vulnerable enough to open up to somebody from whom you can learn or from whom you can ask for help or from whom you can even take, read a book or take a class about new ways of thinking. Um, And that's, that is a courageous step. In fact, probably a really big one. Some people have to hit a bottom. You know, I don't know how how else to say it. Everybody's bottom is different. You know, your bottom may have been complete overwhelm, right? You know, there's a point that you get to where you say no mas. Even if you don't say it out loud, you know, there's just not one more bit of whatever it is that you're willing to take. See, that that is you helping yourself. Because if you can't recognize it, chances are everybody around you does. And sometimes you may have a best friend that will say to you, you know what? You're floundering. See, when I hear those words from my best friend, that is enough for me to stop to realize, yeah. I get what that looks like and feels like. But you know, Sharon, there are some people that don't have the tools. 
There are some people that have to really reach out and work with someone like you, right? And so dark places have different degrees to them. Yeah. Right? There are different degrees. And I think that's what you're going to talk about when we come back, you know, because even the darkest place, even the darkest place, a little bit of love can change you. That's what I found in Linda's mom. I was basically depressed for most of my life. But when you're a youngster and a woman like Joan notices that you cannot lift up your head to look her in the eye and she calls you on it and she talks to you about why that's important and how important it is for her to look into your eyes to really connect with you. And you've never had anybody to do that to you. You change. So when we come back from break, you're going to take us on a journey on how a little bit of love as this, as I got to tell you, as uncomfortable as that, that was the first time I met Joan, by the way, first time. That thing right there that she did, I never, ever, ever walked with my head down or, or talk to people with my, that one thing was a ray of light for me by somebody that could see the pain I was in. And even if it sounded like a little bit of authoritarian Joan with those blue eyes, it changed my life. I want to talk to you about that when we come back. What happens when we place even the little bit of love into the dark, even a little bit little bit of love into the dark. What happens to that? Have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried to be put yourself in a very, 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 very dark room? I mean, a dark room, like a photography room, extremely dark, and simply, simply turn on the smallest of smallest wattages that you find. Tell me what you see. Will you still see the dark? Or will you see the light? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. There isn't a magic pill to creating your healthy lifestyle, yet it doesn't have to be hard or feel impossible. Health works from the inside out, connecting both your body and your mind. Georgette LePage lives and breathes what she teaches, so allow her to be living proof of what can work for you. Connect with her now for a free 30-minute discovery session to see what results you are looking for and how she can help you get them. Visit GeorgetteLePage.com. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart. Because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God whatever you believe in. Have you ever wondered why, but better than why, or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become? This is the time to change and gratitude. Meeting with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine. Crust busting your way to an awesome life. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist with Drina Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the merit for life mindset. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Doc Martin. We're here on the Healing Hour. I'm with Dr. Pat. And I want to spend the last few minutes we have on this because energetically, well, that's what I do um, when I'm not being a traditional medical doctor. I'm a shamanic healer and energy medicine person. So I like to think of things as um, how can we energetically, meaning of our energy field and how it extends around us and touches other things, how can we help bring the love into the dark places? Pat, I want to I want to talk about that because we have to start. Small is not the right word. It might seem insignificant the way you start. It might seem like, you know, it's not like symbols and tubas and the big parade coming down the street. But um, we've got to start with the basics. I, well, you guys have heard me over and over. I love nature. I am hooked, hooked on, hooked on a feeling. But even beyond loving it, being in nature actually has incredible energetic power to reconnect you, to restore you, and to make you feel, again, if you haven't felt it, especially when you're in a dark place, to make you feel like you belong. I'm going to tell you a simple thing to do, but I want to give you a little bit of background. And I, I learned this little scientific fact the other day, although I, I think I instinctively knew it. We have... Um, a mineral, it's an iron compound called magnetite in our brains, as do many other animals. And we are able to sense the magnetic grids of the earth. And other animals use it for directional, for honing, for knowing their place, um, where they were born and what they return to. You literally are connected to the earth through your magnetics. That's one of your deepest ways you're connected. And when you're connected to the earth, you are connected to life force. And I'm learning a lot more about this from one of my teachers, Dr. Patrice Fields. Life force is what courses through your body. It keeps your heart pumping. It keeps your cells and all of their machinery going. And Unless you are literally dying, you have life force. So the very most fundamental to bring yourself that love feeling into the dark places and to reconnect you and restore you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to find a place in nature. Now, if you live in the inner city, find a small park where there's a bit of grass Perhaps you have a, a balcony that you have some flowers um, this time of year in some places might be too cold, but find something that you can connect with in nature, preferably where you can go and sit on the ground. Why am I saying sit on the ground? When you sit on the ground, your energy forces that energetically go down the column of your spine from your crown chakra to your root chakra, that energetic flow will anchor to the earth. Why do we care about anchoring to the earth? Anchoring to the earth connects us energetically. And you know, remember, I think I've told you before, we have an energy field, it used to look like an egg. It's been a little squished in our high tech world. That energy field resonates with everything it's in contact with, and it resonates really well with the earth. The earth has such a powerful energy field that if you've got glitches in your software, if you've got little short circuitings and um, that column of energy going down from crown to root is, you know, short circuiting, firing, whatever, you sit on the earth sit on the earth 
And that flow reconnects you. And all of those glitches are absorbed by the powerful sink, S-I-N-K, of the Earth's energy field. So that is draining off all of your out-of-control, short-circuiting, wasted little zips and flips of energy. When you sit there and you connect, then I want you to move your awareness to your heart space. And I teach this. I, I don't know if you have heard, but I'm writing a book of um, basically ways you can heal yourself, shamanic ways. And one of the key practices that I teach is a, a modification of something taught by Dremvalo Melchizedek, who's a very high vibrational spiritual teacher who lives in Sedona, connected to the Hopi. It's called the Earth Sky Heart Meditation. And I'll give you my sort of dumbed down version. Sit on the earth, connect to your heart space. Where's your heart? Maybe you can't even feel your heart. You're aggravated. You don't want to look for your heart. Then focus on your breath. And your breath is pumping. As your breath pumps, that is linking to your life force. <clears throat> if you can bring your awareness into your heart space, even better. And then try your very best to send your essence down a golden channel into the center of the earth. And that's where Pat says, find the littlest bit of light. Just your breath and your heart pumping alone are an essence. So grab onto that. If you can't feel anything else, grab onto that. You are alive. If your heart's beating and you're breathing, you are alive. Grab onto that essence, that, that basic fundamental of life force. And send that down to the earth and connect. And then feel what it feels like when you feel it coming back. I guarantee you that you will feel connected and restored and that you belong. Now, the other thing that we are energetically connected to and that our life force depends on is the energetics of the galaxy, of the stars, of the universe, and the universes beyond. So as you're sitting here, and you've anchored yourself to the earth, and you feel yourself in connection, breathing, feeling, send a column of light up to the sky, to what you feel about the heavens. Maybe you consider the angels, maybe you consider Orion, the constellation, maybe you are crazy about the moon. Send a column of connection of your life force, of your energetic essence up to the sky, the sky, I mean that as the heavens, the galaxy, the stars, the planets, and connect with that. You see, humans are uniquely positioned in the holy trinity of earth, sky, and heart. And we cannot live, and that is an absolute, we cannot live without the earth or the galaxy. We cease to exist. And our connection to those is what the ancients knew when they saw our human evolution out into the future and what we shamanically call as dreaming. They saw the future by their knowledge and their feeling of this connection. And when they were feeling it, they were able to feel how it flowed forward. And you can do that for yourself personally. Feel that connection. Remind yourself of your belonging. Breathing the whole time. And if you keep doing that, I guarantee, I guarantee that the darkness will lift. Because not only are you connecting to something bigger than yourself, you're connecting to what the indigenous knew was the key relationship of existence. And when you connect with that, your energy field improves, you download information from spirit, you upload restorative energy from the earth and vice versa. 
and you fill up your energy field with the basic, most integral relationship there is. So nature, breathing, connect, connect down to the core of the earth. And just, you could even sit if you like to visualize, imagine the magnetite in your brain linking up to the ferric oxide iron core crystal of the earth. Then send your awareness up to the sky. Tap into the galactic, all of those motions of the planets, the orbits, the elliptical, the turning, the solar flares, they are all influencing the earth and in turn influencing us. Tap into it, take in the power, allow it to build and breathe and fill you up. And then the light comes in and you keep doing that and you can restore the darkness. And when you feel that, I believe, I believe you'll feel how valuable you are because you are in that integral relationship and therefore what your future is pulls us all forward. When you connect to the earth and the sky, you're going to see yourself moving forward and it's going to bring that whole human evolution to bear. And anyway, I think it sounds simple, but it's powerful. And I think you'll really, really find, you'll find the love in your, mm -hmm. that connection. Yeah. I, I love that you're talking about it and talking about it so beautifully. And, you know, part of this too is when I listen to what you're saying, I mean, I can reflect on exactly that moment in time. And I, I'm a kid that grew up where her dad cemented the backyard, right? I mean, but, you know, what I want to say about it is my experience with my stepmom's family down in the South was so freeing and you know what i'm really drawn to is i i've watched people that i know that are very very high blood pressure stress people give them a little shovel and some things to plant or give them the lawn to mow they are completely transformed yes it's work but that's not the point and I think what you're sharing is we have to find that place that gives us that light from within. And what you shared was a way that anybody listening here can do it. You know, I was just, as you were talking about that, I was just remembering and correct me if I have it wrong. I think it was Victor France, who was a psychiatrist in concentration camp. Frankel. Yeah. Victor Frankel. Frankel. And Somehow, a little dandelion grew up between, a, in a crack in the cement, in those horrid conditions. And in seeing that life force, he was able to find meaning in his life. And so talk about a dark place. And I think that's where the power of nature, the power of something that's alive, a stream, a tree, a cloud, that's where our salvation is going to be if you can't find it. The human world is complicated and sometimes not so good. Mm -hmm. But if we can keep bringing ourselves back to that prime connection, that prime connection is where our future, our evolution, and our salvation lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I love that you've made this available for anyone. You know, we have to gift ourselves uh, the, the gift of time. You know, we have to put aside all the reasons why we cannot act in a way that connects us back to the light. Mm -hmm. That is one of the most important things I think for all of us to learn, because, you know, when you're living in the dark, it's extremely difficult to think you're deserving of taking five or 10 minutes. And mm -hmm. yet it's probably 
one of the greatest things you can do, not from yourself, but for the people around you too. Because when you started the show, Sharon, you talked about, you know, how you shifted and what that change was like. Uh, what I think is one of the most stressful scenarios for someone like you to be in. You know, the fact that you're putting when yourself- you're a control freak and you have no control. <laughs> well, I, I went through the same thing and, you know, I caught myself. Um, I went through the same thing because it's not so much that I thought, you know, you're not wearing a mask that we're going to catch something, right? There are so many restrictions in the public places I go where it's a condition of us to be there, right? That I went mm -hmm. to a whole different fear base. Like if one of us gets caught without their mask, oh my God, they're going to shut us down, right? Now, if you stay in that dark place for more than three seconds, <laughs> That is a problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you for today. Please tell folks how they can get a hold of you. And I'd love to know your personal message. Thank you, Dr. Sharon Martin, everybody. So you guys look at my website besides look at it anyway. It's really beautiful. Dr. Pat designed it. DrSharonMartin.com, DrSharonMartin.com. I have a lot of tools that I can help with. So energetically, um, shamanically, even I'm, you know, I have a lot of meditations, but I, ha I have a lot of things on my website and how to connect with me is there. I'd love to help. I love, I love that we, in doing these shows and those of you who then go to the Transformation Talk Radio website and look at the archived podcasts. All of us are putting our energy in to make a difference on the planet, to move it in the direction we believe humanity ought to go. And that's my message. If I can help you shift a little bit so the you that you bring forward is better and more able to push us in the right direction, that's what I'm here for. Thank you for listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're going to be together the third Wednesday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific for candid, honest conversations to help you change the way you think about healing, about yourself, about your life. Did you hear your answer on the show? Well, I will be with you next month ready for all your questions from energy medicine to traditional healing and beyond. Healing is flow, movement, and destination. But are you stuck? What is your true destiny line? Listen in, call in to let the world know. Together, we'll choose what brings you into healing and let you call in all the power of the universe to act on your behalf. Reclaim your path. To learn more about me, Doc Martin, and Maximum Medicine, The Healing Hour, visit www.drsharonmartin.com. See you all next time.